Whoa there, space cowboy. Brokeback Bebop is a podcast with explicit content intended only for mature bounty hunters. Listener discretion is advised. Listen to all 40 steamy sessions of the show right now by supporting Brokeback Bebop at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. I think it's time to blow this scene. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay. Three, two, one. Let's jam. I speak for the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Dan DeVito play him? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was Zach Efron. The the Lorax? Yeah, I think it was Zach Efron. <laughs> Hi everybody out there! Welcome back to Cowboy Bebop. Of course, boy, to Brokeback Bebop. Hey, um, yeah, this isn't Cowboy Bebop. Netflix is gonna have our ass. Start that over. Hi everybody out there, and welcome to another session here on Brokeback Bebop. We're live action, just like the show we're talking about. Of course, I'm here with the live action Lorax, Stephen Baker himself. Yeah, you don't don't buy your air from a bottle. Get it from the trees! I speak for the trees! And they said, hey, quit having sex and peeing on me. How long are you keeping that voice today? That's about it. That's about it. That's Thanks, it Danny. Out. Thanks for coming in. Uh, Thanks, Danny DeVito, Daniel. Not my significant... Daniel Big DeVito. Big ups to Daniel DeVito. For Daniel DeVito. <laughs> Daniel Del Vito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All we could afford. Um, yeah. So welcome to the show, everybody. Steven, how are you? Are you I'm well? Good. I hope you're I almost well. did a Danny DeVito impression doing Daniel Day Lewis's "I Drink Your Milkshake" thing, but it 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 was gonna be too much. So let's hear it now. You've now everybody wants it now. The people are clamoring. Okay, I'm Danny DeVito. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. I don't do a very good Danny DeVito. And then you got to take a picture of your bare foot and post it on Twitter. <laughs> You ever seen that? Daniel Day-Lewis is a fucking nut job. No, Danny DeVito. Have you ever seen Danny that? Danny DeVito did that? Danny DeVito all the time has done this dozens of times. It'll be hashtag. Have you never seen this? No. It's always – he's been doing this for fucking years. <laughs> it'll say hashtag troll foot. And it'll be Why? his bare ass ugly foot wherever <laughs> he is showing off where he's at. Have you watched Little Demon yet? No, but I will. Yeah, you should. He plays Satan. So what's up with you? What's tip-tapping at that noggin's door as uh, we well, record the podcast You know, as, as people that listen know, like, when you listen to a podcast, there are time-sensitive right. things. But I listened to two albums that just came out recently, and I thought both were pretty good and worth talking about. The one that's getting all the hype uh, is the new Drake and 21 Savage collaboration. Sure called her loss and i actually really liked it it reminded cool. me how much i like 21 savage and reminded me how drake will match the energy of whoever he's rapping with so mm. you know if he's hanging out with some jamaican people it's jamaican drake if he's in canada he's super canadian drake sometimes he's houston drake but he was more like atlanta slaughter gang drake on this one and i kind of liked nice. that so it was pretty good there's some really funny lines in there there's one where drake is like 
talking about this girl that he like likes, but she's got some guy, and he's like, you know, four words to describe him: crusty, musty, dusty, <laughs> something. And he's like, eight words when I think of us: fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> and that was a good one. There was a twenty-one savage line where he goes, "I'm a savage." Uh, smack the booty grabbed it and I thought that was solid <laughs> but yeah that one was a fun one and then in less uh, mainstream album news uh, Smino who's a really good artist who if you haven't listened to him you should uh, mm. he's put out a new album that's super awesome super chill Smino's a really good rapper but he also like kind of sings on his stuff too cool and he makes really like fun bouncy music he's kind of in that same vein as like no name or a little bit of what chance the rapper kind of used to do type (laughs) stuff what does he do anymore uh he loves his wife does he make music still or does he just show up places i don't listen to the songs that he puts out i feel like he he just shows up places he's like new song coming out i wrote this one for my wife and my baby and it's about my wife and my baby i think he's about to be a coach on the voice you're shitting me i think so but he Boston, can't sing, Zach. Well, Just so because you know do if other something people doesn't can mean you're not. <laughs> Maybe after his uh, hosting on that rap show, he is doing that now. Yeah, he's going to be a coach for season 23 of The Voice. Wow. They I feel like that show's been on eight years. Gr- yeah, it has not been around that long, but they just are always making episodes. Do you know the website rateyourmusic.com? Do you ever hang out no, over there? No, I've never seen that. It's kind of it's been around for since like early internet, but it's kind mm-hmm. of like letterbox for albums. Oh, I should do that. It's really fun. I have I don't opinions. do reviews there, but I like to read reviews there. Mm-hmm. And they have a really nifty feature where you can see like just by aggregated reviews, like a list of the top albums of each year, according mm-hmm. to them. And it's always like interesting stuff, like different from what you'd see on like a Rolling yeah. Stone type list. And they have, you can also do like the top albums of all time. Oh, so wow. I started listening to, I decided to start with 200. I'm listening to the top 200, shit. according to them. And I've listened to like four, but one of them was that jazz album that we talked mm-hmm. about. It was Charles Mingus, Blues and Soul. Really, really great album. One of my favorites I've listened to since starting these so far. I really, really liked it. Charles Mingus is the shit. But also, like, number 200 was uh, that the, like, better of the albums of Queens of the Stone Age, which was a little mm. silly. Interesting. And also Pavement, uh, the band Pavement. And then one of the albums was a five-hour compilation of Jimi Hendrix. Oh, and shit. I you listen to the whole it. thing? Yes, I, I did. I love Jimi Hendrix. It was, like, in chronological order so it started with his earlier live recordings and ended with the last thing that he recorded i got really into him for a while and i was like really really into it like i think Jimi hendrix is brilliant incredible i yeah. knew a lot of his songs but this was a cool way for me to take like a a guided deep dive like through his career it was mm-hmm. fun. hey joe is my favorite Jimi. hey hendrix song. joe yeah it's a good one i love that song this is a fun fact not a lot of people know about that song but the Joe in Hey Joe is actually uh, Joe from Blue's Clues. Ah, I thought it was Joe Mama. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Cowboy Bebop. What do you Enough think? Enough about me. Uh, let's let's talk. What about do you Cowboy mean? Bebop you sex. talked about albums, then I talked about albums, and now we're done with that part. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah. Enough about enough about me. I keep Let's... banging stuff. You're making me angry. Oh, banging. I'm just going to start banging everything. <laughs> Watch out, world. Tree people. Zach's banging again. 
Let's talk about Cowboy Bebop. We're here to talk about mm-hmm. the fourth session in the Netflix live-action Cowboy Bebop series. This episode is called Callisto. 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 Callisto Soul. Not yeah. the worst of the episode titles so far. No. There have been some stinkers. Yeah. Like this episode, like Sky Dog Moon, whatever the fuck that last one was. Yep, dog uh, Sky Dog shot. Moon Rising. I think <laughs> dog, it was dog d- dog load stuff. I don't know. Uh, this episode was directed by Michael Cattleman, who directed the previous one as well. Mm-hmm. And the episode was written by. I keep hitting my fucking microphone, and I <laughs> I know it's gonna sound bad. <laughs> And the episode was written by Vivian Lee, who also wrote a lot of the Netflix Lost in Space series, if you know that at all. And she also wrote existence. for uh, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance show that was I heard that was pretty good. Netflix. Yeah. Uh, and this episode originally aired along with the rest of the series on Netflix on November 19th, 2021. Steven, let's Hey, we're do... almost at the, the end of, we're past the anniversary. No, we're almost to the anniversary of that, Zach. I think when this comes out, it'll be after. Oh. Or just around. Just around. Hey, who knows? It's up to you to decide, listening audience. November 19th, 2021, this aired. Let's do some trivia. I've got three questions for you, Zach. As do I, friend. Oh, well, well why don't you start us off as well, per I, ceremony? Logistically speaking, uh-huh. seeing as I started last time, I'd like for you to start this time. Okay, I will start this time. But since uh, you already what's... insisted, I guess it makes most sense for me to start so we don't, like, fight on, on, on Mike and, and well, it's okay. make I'll a go. kerfuffle. Okay, my first question. <laughs> Wait, oh, you're going. Okay, go. No, you can go. It's fine. I'm not saying a goddamn word until okay. you've asked a question. All right, I'll ask one. Speaking uh, of questions, my first one <laughs> right here. No, go ahead. I'm done. Uh, what Tarantino reference is on the menu at the diner? I don't know. Is there a picture of someone's foot? <laughs> no, it's I just the N-word it. a bunch. Uh, <laughs> it's the Royale with cheese. Oh, that's that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. But you know what I did see on that menu in the diner that doesn't make any other appearances in this episode? You don't know? No. You're blank. Uh, Wait, is this the actual question? C-Rat. This isn't one of my questions. Oh. C-Rat was okay, on the menu. Okay, I was going to say C-Rat, but I wasn't sure if it was something else. Yeah. Oh, I was C-rat. just bringing it up because you made me think of it. C-Rat's on the menu of the diner, which is obviously this uh, – this, what would you call the the terrorist groups uh, mm-hmm. uh, thing in the animated version? It doesn't show yeah. up in this episode, but they mentioned it there. I thought that was kind of cool. My yeah. first question for you: You told me not to ask you what phase, like number, letter, mm-hmm. assigned name was, but can you remember what names she tried on in the opening sequence? Ooh, uh, they may not be in order. Is that okay? No, no, they they're in, in order. order. They're nothing. Just oh kidding. fuck. Okay, well, not in order. Kathy, uh-huh. Laura. Yes. I just can't remember what the first one was. Yeah. Fuck me. Were there four or three in total? I have three. You have three? Okay. The first one was... Wasn't a name that I thought worked for her. Um, clearly not her either. Because the whole time I was thinking, you know, maybe Sarah would work. Maybe like a Heidi. <laughs> Why not choose like a thing with F? So it feels you more don't natural. Know. I don't know what the first one is. It was Jessica. Yvonne. 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 Not Jessica. Your turn. What you got for me? What drug does Jet think Faye is high on? Well, Spike says space crank. (laughs) I forget what Jet's was. Some kind of dust. 
Yeah, it's some but kind of dust. You want to guess? You can get a, give me a planet and a kind of and and the word dust, and I'll give you points. Uh, Jupiter dust. Ooh. Jup- Jupiter. Not Jupiter. Jupiter duck dust. Nope. Uh, <laughs> we are looking for Venus stardust. Oh, I'd give it to me. That's a point. <laughs> uh, next one for you. What are the popcorn shrimp? What are the popcorn shrimp? <laughs> what are the popcorn shrimp? <laughs> you don't know shit. Uh, you don't even a band. It. Do you even do you even know? You don't even know what that question's referring to no, in any way. Not even a little bit. An algae soy hybrid are the popcorn shrimp. Uh, well, you, what are you talking about? What you are you that. talking about? On the menu at the diner, he says, "What are the popcorn shrimp? Are they real shrimp?" And she says, "They're an algae soy hybrid." Ah, that's before they order the rib. And she's like, the coupon doesn't work for real meat. They order ribeye. Ribeye. I have another question for you, Zachary. (laughs) What is Howard's last name? Oh, man. I even looked at it and almost wrote it down. But I don't remember it, so I'm going to guess the duck. Ooh, not today, every Marvel after credits scene. <laughs> it is Culpepper. Oh, okay. Which yep. may or may not be a callback to former Lions, Vikings, and I think Dolphins quarterback Dante I Culpepper. I have a feeling it's not that. <laughs> not, not a Dante thing. <laughs> um, I have one more question for you. What split, to, uh, what split mm. do Jet, Faye, and Spike settle on? Seventy thirty. Yes. Yes. And and he's gonna tell her about the cosmonaut. Welcome. Is that all to the, the questions? Do you have That's all one? the questions, all which brings wrote. us to the most environmentally friendly segment on the show. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna find out. Does Zach? Did Zach? There you go. Comprehend the episode <laughs> this week in nature. <laughs> You're out here. You're in the bush. You're nude. You're you're stuck yeah. in a tree. Uh, we've got you mic'd up, Zach. How are you feeling? Well, I don't know what the fuck to do when I'm outside, so I think this is going to go pretty poorly. I don't really know what I'm going to say this time, so I don't know how much I'm going to get, to be quite honest. You know, you, you, if you if you if you bring joy into the world, Zach, and you mm-hmm. water those plants, they're going to water you right back. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Uh, I'm going to pull up my timer. Stop not watch, a sponsor. Actually. Yeah, not, not a sponsor. Actually, I'm going to try something. We're going to do an actual timer okay. today, Zach. So this an is, alarm is going to go off. That's going to fuck the editing all up. <laughs> <laughs> so don't do a timer? I don't know. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but probably not. Okay, then I'll do a stopwatch <laughs> instead. I thought it would be fun. But you know what? Zach doesn't want to try new things. Yeah. On pod or off pod. So yeah. look, we're, I, I bring we're one farm animal in the we've bedroom. We've boned so many times that it's just the same rotation every time. <laughs> we're here like, for thirty a, seconds. How about a number? We're three here for thirty seconds. Time, <laughs> we're here for six. Yeah, and then I'm neither of on us the finish. Floor crying for <laughs> twenty minutes afterwards. God. All right, Zach. Are you ready? <laughs> no, no. 
All right, Period. well, no. too bad. The branch is okay. starting to snap. I think you only got 20 seconds till that bad boy just breaks and then baby comes tumbling down. What's the song about the rockabye baby in treetop? How does that song end? Until the bow breaks, the baby, baby will it. die or some shit. And then will come baby, cradle and all. The yeah, baby well, baby's, dies. Yeah, baby's going to come down, cradle and all, in about 20 seconds, Zach. You are baby. <laughs> are you ready? I am baby. Okay, <laughs> on go. Three, okay. two, one, go. Faye is a former amnesiac who doesn't know her past and is after the man who did it to her, but ends up witnessing an environmental terrorist crime which leads them on the case of the week and leads her back into the grips of the bebop. As she finds out more information at her past, uh, the, the, the terrorists keep turning people into trees. They're going to have a missile. Everyone's going to be a fucking tree. But Faye stops it by crashing into it, nearly Stop. sacrificing herself. Okay. That was good. Uh, I do have to dock you some points because you referred to her as a former amnesiac. Uh, they must prefer recovering amnesiac is the proper term. Um, Amnesiacs Anonymous uh, is really big on that. They have like a whole like five-step program to remembering. Okay. Retracing your steps is uh, is a big one. So Hey, well, I'm fine aware. with pissing off the amnesiac uh, community because they're not going <laughs> to fucking remember. <laughs> they take really good notes. <laughs> they have to. They, they have literally to. have to. Uh, you got a lot in the last like seven seconds. Or yeah, so. I think I obviously there's more I could have done. I didn't and don't care that I didn't mention like vicious and stuff like that. Um, I feel like I got a decent amount. I'm gonna give you a B for that one, Zach. I'll take it. Yeah, B for for boy oh boy. Am I jazzed to talk about this episode, Zach? Firm but fair, as always, my friend. Yeah, let's talk about it. A step up of an episode. Yeah, my favorite of the four we've seen so far. I think, like I said, I just need to, you know, lower my expectations a little bit and have a good time. And this episode was a good time and had far fewer things that were bad, cringy, campy. There was one, though, Zach, that I, I just Valentine. can't... I am Faye Valentine. Oh, my fucking God. I am Faye Valentine. God. I am Faye Valentine. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, because here's... Oh, that whole, like... I, I want to talk first about the scene right before it, which I like. You know, Faye's having a cool hand-to-hand combat scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's drama. The music is cool. Music was too quiet over the sound of her, like, yes. flying towards the missile. Way too well, quiet. Well, you had they, you had to be able to hear her say her name 20 times. Clear as day. Well, and then we get to the point where she stops the missile, but uh-huh. then it's like, wait a minute, sad music starts because there's danger. The original show would have never done some shit like it that. Been they would have kept it exciting. It would have either been silent, been silent, or they would have kept the exciting music happening because it's supposed to be an exciting moment. But instead, we got a fucking cut to sarah mclaughlin instrumentals in the background and she's like i am i am jean valjean i am prisoner one six four two seven nine like shut the fuck up like what what you're having your moment where you're accepting your fake identity before your death that's not deep yeah that pissed me off i really liked this episode and then that like just pissed me off Let's get the other bad things out of the way because there's fewer. Whoa, holy fuck. Pause button. Move your goddamn head. When'd you get a Topanga Funko Pop? Oh, I've had that for a long time. That's fucking cool. It's been there as long as there's been stuff. Lily got that for me. I forget. Just like one time. Your face is always there, so I haven't seen that. Got a couple of things. I got the Changnesia note underneath it. I've got a Sparks poster over here. Yeah, I like that. Sorry, you may continue with your 
thought. That's okay. Uh, the things that stood out to me from this episode as negative are, one, and this has kind of just been a problem with a lot of the show, the CGI is really corny, mm-hmm. and the interaction between real world and CGI really stands out. Like the trees, they looked super animated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cool sequence, um, and I can't really fault the show for not having the money to have it cutting thread CGI, yeah. because that's a pretty intricate thing to have a human slowly one branch at a time <laughs> yeah. turn into a tree. Uh, they did their best, but it was a little uncanny, and I still always hate when the spaceships, like, like I don't phase know. Like at the beginning? When phase and the thing, the that always outside. kind of grown. The other thing, this is a big Faye episode. Yeah. You kind of told me before we started watching this that you didn't really like Faye that much. I had heard that a lot to the point of being like I wanted to really give her a chance because Mm -hmm. I thought maybe it was unfair. First episode, I felt she was fine. This episode, the actress does some great stuff. Mm -hmm. I think when she's in that red dress, this Faye is very, very attractive. Yeah, I think so too. I think she's very pretty. She has an incredible cheekbone structure. What I would – and honestly, I, I can't tell you specific moments, but there were a couple of times where she had a line and said it in a way that I was like, that is in the voice of Faye. Mm-hmm. The problem is, and this is not on her, that they've written Faye in this show to talk like she's Juno or something. Yeah. The, she's like a holy ah, – shit fuck. <laughs> holy fuck balls type person or mm-hmm. – I don't know. Yeah, I just – Faye was catty and sarcastic, but it comes off – it makes her kind of kiddish. Yeah. She wasn't and like an I angsty think, teenager. She was like a, a pissed-off 20-something. It makes her kiddish, and I think the Faye as – I think Faye in the original, not knowing her childhood, had mm-hmm. had more depth to it because she felt older. Yeah. This Faye feels really young, and I don't know. It, it's I, I'm not crazy about all the things. This Faye feels character. like she was frozen at 15 and woken back up at 15, which makes sense. But it's just different from the Faye that we knew, and it's no fault. I I actually really like the actress that plays. It's not Faye. her fault, and I think that she's doing a good job and makes it better than it could be because I don't think they write Faye very well in this live action. I agree. I think that being said, are, I do think that it's a pretty good Faye episode. As much yes. as that one scene, I'm I'm just excusing it from because it's it's just there's no reason for it. Why would you give? I why does this show Zach? Do they think that we won't care if they don't tell us everything about a character? Is that what it is? They're like, oh, they're not going to keep. Watching? I was thinking about that when we were talking about the episode before this. I think it's either that or they're just so certain that their audience already knows. Mm-hmm. You know, that, they, that they're that they banking on the majority of their audience being former Bebop fans that don't need to have a season's a worth of, or... oh, who is Faye because they know already and it's not a surprise. But I feel like for us, we want I, – I feel like for you and I for sure, we want this piece of media to be as accessible as its own thing without yeah. the former Bebop. And I think if you were just looking for a new sci-fi show to watch – This would look cool. Unless you're like really die hard into sci-fi series, you might find some stuff to like in this one. I don't think it would, it would call out to you as that special. Mm-mm. I think that if I were somebody who had no idea what Cowboy Bebop was, and I'm just scrolling through Netflix, nothing to watch, and I see like the trailer, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Space Bounty Hunters, the music looks yeah. cool. Like I'd check this out, and then i watch it. And like you said, after last episode, the average person probably would stop, which is a shame because this episode, I think, is much better. But it just, it's, I don't know what they were doing <laughs> with some well, of the choices. 
And I feel like it kind of, I don't know, this episode could have come earlier in the season, too. Mm-hmm. If they are just going to tell us everything right away, and we met Faye in episode one, maybe this episode should have been a mix of, like, this episode and them finding Hein. Or something yeah. like that. Or, like, they just shouldn't have, the second episode shouldn't have happened. <laughs> That was the third episode if you're talking about last week. No, I'm not. I'm talking about the second one. I think that could what have happened after this. One? Beats me. <laughs> we did a whole podcast about it and everything. Yeah, couldn't tell you what the plot line Venus is. Venus Pop is what the episode was called. Oh, uh, uh, Vicious had to shoot Julia. I remember that. But that's that. like the C plot. <laughs> I remember it. Yeah, what happened with Spike and Jet in that one? Who were they after? Uh, oh, Teddy Bear Teddy Bomber. Bomber. Yeah, that, that could have happened after let's this. Let's talk more about this episode. Let's yeah. talk about the live-action version of the terrorist group. I thought, even though the main woman overacted a little bit, mm-hmm. there's one point when she has a line about going to jail that she takes, like, <laughs> a half a minute to tell an eight-second line. I, they're uh, go- we're going to jail. Both of us. Well, her look was perfect. She looked the part yeah. incredibly well. And I think that it was funny to add some humor to, like – her kids kind of being idiots. There um, was some humor. That was kind of funny. I think that visually they looked, I mean, it was kind of cheesy, but like it was, it, this one was one where I think the camp visually and thematically worked for them. Where, whereas well, because last week it's it kind of a campy episode of the original. Yeah. That was one of the reasons why I, uh, that was one of my favorites from the early run of the show. Mm-hmm. I really like that one. I wanted to ask, I'm pretty sure it's not. Is there any reference to turning people into trees in the Absolutely original one? Absolutely not. I could see this being one of those things that people fucking hate that they did this. I like but it. Other than the CGI being kind of lame, I didn't hate it. It worked. I think fine it's kind of cool. Me. It's a it's a more real threat than we're gonna dress up as rats and shoot you. You know. It's also <laughs> kind of more well, and that's the show like smartly stepping away from a lot of the things from the animated show uh-huh. that don't really fly in a post 9-11 world yeah especially in an american version of the show they can't this was the episode of the cartoon where there was like a plane hijacking in the very uh-huh. beginning i think that stuff is fine with them still being like this terrorist group i even thought the missile and the turning people into trees and stuff it had a couple facets of vincent from yeah Bebop, totally Mm-hmm. I think that they do a lot of things right in this episode. I just don't know why there's that scene with Faye in there. Well, it's because they're really... I feel like this episode thinks they're showing and not telling. Do they think Faye's somebody's going to cry at that? I don't Let me. I don't think anyone's going to cry. Do they want think... me to cry, Zach? Do they think I'm going <laughs> to shed some tears? Do they think I'm going to get my little tissues and sop up my just drenched face, just covered in, in snot and crying? Well, because, like, the through line of this episode, kind of like the fucking stupid doll in the last episode, Mm -hmm. was how the episode starts with Faye trying out different names and landing on Faye Valentine, which I assume is supposed to be, like, the origin of that name. No, no, no. So she's trying to think of a different name to, like, trick the guy. Right. But but then she's like, no, I'm Faye Valentine, the name you gave me. Right. I thought that was cool. I I like Mm -hmm. what they're trying to do there. And she could have said it once. She yeah. could have said it twice. She says it like 12 times at the end, and that's unnecessary. Because I understand she's about to die. She's leaving like the chip log, like, hey, this is who I and am. And as she's <laughs> – yes, exactly. She's like – as she's about to die, she's realizing, no, I do have an identity. Yeah. And I like that. 
What I don't like is switching the music and her saying it 12 fucking times. If she had just been yeah. like, I'm cryo number of something. Actually, wait, no, I'm Faye Valentine. I'm Faye Valentine. And that should have been it. Yeah. Two is fine. What do you think about the kind of cutesy including Faye into the family of the Bebop at the end? I think although the show comes off as corny... It did give me the vibe of how a lot of the cartoon episodes end with a moment like that in yeah. that gathering place in the ship. I Where one of them wakes the, up and it's like, oh, you came back for Spike me. Spike and Faye, yeah. And they're like, well, kind of had to. You owe us money. Or, well, it's the least we could do. You know, like Or in we, this one, there's like, well, it's only temporary and you have to buy us drinks. But yeah. welcome aboard. And that's cute. I like that. I think cute. that's nice. I had the rogue thought... I feel like if this show lasted seasons, they would have made Spike and Faye hook up. Oh, absolutely. They would there have. was a little bit of a – and I felt that in the cartoon, like in the yeah. in slight moments. Eventually, they would, have, a, they would have, they would have yeah. banged. What else did you like about this episode? What makes it special to you? I think this episode finally gets a little bit of the banter, especially between Spike and Jet, feeling a little more natural. There's less gaps in between each sentence. It feels a little more organic, I think, especially there's a couple moments where Faye fits into that banter well, which it I didn't think they when did three of them. a lot in the first episode, but they got it like yeah. a couple times and they nailed it a lot more in this one. Well, in the first good. one, it was like Faye had good quips like against Spike or against mm-hmm. Jen. But here in this episode, you're like, oh, no, this show works better when there's a team at the core. Yeah. And the, it, like it was starting it last episode to get too much like Jet versus Spike feeling, mm-hmm. and it, it's nice to have some like a new kid for them to team up against is kind of fun. Yeah. Anything else you want to highlight before we move on to our captain this week? There's a couple of cool songs in this episode. I really liked the when they played song. over the credits. That was dope as shit. And they that wasn't the only that. one. There's a when Faye is fighting. There's yeah, a cool that song one's that cool plays. too. Mm-hmm. Got to listen real close to hear it, but <laughs> it's cool. What about, is that what you were going to mention, or were there other music moments? I wrote cool music during the, before and during the fight with Faye. I like the music when the missile is, like, coming down. I like that it gets louder. Uh, but then it's too quiet, like, once she's actually interacting with For the real. missile. And then the music switch is, is bad when it's, I'm Faye Valentine, I'm Faye Valentine. But then it's great at the it. end again, so, Boom. It's still a huge improvement over the first Massive. Episode. I mean, the last week's episode. I do think it's the best episode so far. But I'm still kind of like, where are we going with this? Mm-hmm. And this is the point where you stopped. Is that right? This is the last one I saw, I'm pretty sure. So next week, we'll start Uncharted Territory completely. Oh, boy. Pieces of Cowboy Bebop that neither of us have seen. Which is a first for our podcast. Week. Yes, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, let's do it. Let's talk about our captain of the Bebop this week. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Why don't for you, you go first this time? Um, I guess I'll go with Faye. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about doing a joke one and making it like one of the kids. Yeah, but I do think the actress playing Faye shows here that she can do well even when she's given some shitty stuff. Mm-hmm. So sure, let's give it to Faye. What yeah, it's you? Faye for me too. I think. Honorable mentions are worth it for the mother of the mm-hmm. terrorist group. She did a good job. But I think that, yeah, this is a great Faye episode. And I think that the yeah. best one so far and probably the most standout individual performance in an episode to this point, I would say. Whoa. I think that Jet has a good first episode. Spike has a solid second episode. But this one, Faye really did a really good job. And I think the action was good. There was enough comedy. 
She's deserving of the captain's chair this week. Well, that wraps up Brokeback Bebop for this week. We'll be back next week to talk about something completely new to the both of us. So that'll be when a are lot we gonna make a spinoff Baroque back Bebop where we do it in more of a Baroque style? <laughs> is that what Baroque is to you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's it's that voice and talking yeah. in iambic pentameter. I'll, yeah, we'll rush deliver some powdered wigs. Exactly. And bug-infested wooden teeth. Yeah. We'll be back next week for another rendition of Baroque Back Bebop. Ba-bum, 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 ba-bum. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everyone. You keep talking about the way it was, but let me tell you how it's gonna be. We used to be here, just the god and master to the moon or to Mercury. Thanks for listening. Support this show and our podcast network at patreon.com slash podcast. We're starting at $5 a month. You can get immediate access to all 40 outrageous sessions of Brokeback Bebop. See you next time, Space Cowboy. I think that, uh... Come on, you got this. You can do it. Get that thought. Pull that thought out. Make that thought your bitch. Oh, it's Get that I'm shit. You don't have it. it. Oh, goddamn. What was well, it? Drop it. it. Say something else. Too. What else you got? Um, what else did you like about this episode? What makes it special to you? Um, I think that I really enjoy, like... Oh! Ha-ha! Ha-ha, <laughs> nice. Bingo! Um... I like, I think this episode finally gets a little bit of the banter, especially between Spike and Jet, feeling a little more natural. There's less gaps in between each sentence. 